Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 15. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, good at playing video games, Lopez. Hello. <laughs> and David, secret Xbox Tate. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> and we have a super guest friend joining us tonight, Mr. Justin Burton. Hi. Thanks yes. for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Justin is a good buddy of David's out in New York City. Yeah, I've known this guy for years and years. and uh, Years. And yeah. he, he's kind of in the <laughs> same biz as me, except he does... Well, actually, he's starting to encroach on my territory, but uh, <laughs> yeah, a he bit. mostly does CG stuff, and I usually do compositing, but now he does a little compositing, too. So. Right. Yeah, a little right. both, a little both. So look out. Yeah, critics are calling Justin a one-man ILM, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> That's what I wow, heard. Nice. I'm, hearing, I'm hearing talk like, Dennis Muren, eat your heart out, kind of stuff. So, That's what I hear. That's what I hear uh. on the streets. <laughs> the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight, with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what have you gentlemen been playing? Uh, I say we let the super guest friend go first. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay, well, uh, let's see. I'm playing multiple things right now. I got, uh, I just recently got Bloodborne. Ooh. That is, that kind of dominated my life for the first two weeks I had it, probably. (laughs) I didn't do anything else. Uh, And I just recently got Mortal Kombat X as well. Oh, yeah. So lots of blood in my life right now. (laughs) Really right up front with the new releases. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was really looking forward to both of those, so... Kind of hopped on those right away. Very cool. I don't usually buy new releases right away, but you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've just been playing that Shovel Knight still, loving it, loving every minute of it. And then the uh, the wife bought me uh, for our anniversary, bought me the Order eighteen eighty six. So that's oh, pretty I saw sweet. that. Oh, that's so, yeah. cool. so nice. So, so I haven't nice started it yet, but uh, I think I'm going to give it cuts in line and play it next. So that sounds that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I've been playing. Oh, I finally uh, picked up Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, I'm so happy. I I had some time off last week, and I was like, you know what? I've got nothing better to do, so let's start a hundreds and hundreds of hours. <laughs> 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 and uh, I, I think, I don't I have no clue how far I am in the story, but I've, I've unlocked a couple different areas to explore now, so. Very not, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm enjoying that. And I also started playing something else, and I can't remember what it is right now. Oh man, what was it? Oh, this <laughs> I played a little bit of Sims Four because um, it was on sale. And oh yeah, I'm, I'm a sucker for Sim games, so uh, I got Sims Four for like twenty bucks and played eh, probably like uh, forty hours of it. And it's wow, just, it's just Whoa. fun, mind numbing. You know, so like actually, I got it because my brother's a big fan of The Sims, and he came over to my parents' house and we played it for a little while. He made himself, and you know, he made his wife and. Um, you know, he likes was playing house and then he went home and he's like, all right, I'm, uh, you make yourself David and then we can hang out in the Sims. And, uh, instead of making myself, I decided to be Robert Downey Jr. So. <laughs> a wise choice. And I had him marry a rocket scientist that I met in the game. And, uh, so Clearly. 
Yeah, so we're we're just a power household now. Yeah. Um, we've got a kid named Robert Downey Jr. Jr. And, uh, <laughs> uh, he's a teenager now. So. Oh man, they grow up so fast. And Mike, I know you're getting pretty close uh, on Dragon Age. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I beat the game on Nightmare. That part's done. Uh, I got like two dragons left to kill and a couple of shards left to find. That platinum is mine. I was oh, well on my man. way last night, but the power went out, so I couldn't play. I can't believe you're platinuming Dragon Age. I, <laughs> I said that as a joke one episode. <laughs> you you know, know, you're yeah. totally doing it. I didn't think I would, but I really actually, I love that game a lot. I, and I'm, I'm super excited for you to start playing it so I can nerd out all over you about <laughs> all the cool stuff in that game. Rogue archers are super overpowered, just so you know. Oh, man. Okay, good to know. I, yeah. I don't think I've met one yet. Yeah, I'll I'll be starting that game eventually, and I'll have to pick your brain. So. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll have to upload a video. I'm not sure if it was a glitch or just me being super awesome because I do that. Um, <laughs> but it's not uncommon, like at the point of the game I'm at, um, to crit a hit for like two thousand or eight thousand or ten thousand. But I had my first crit last night for forty eight thousand, which I'm pretty sure is a glitch because oh, I've never seen anything hit that high. That's super nerd Dragon Age stuff. We'll get into that later, David. Is that like, that's like crits and bloods. That's the sure game stuff, you guys. That's, hey, that's, uh, watch out in my neighborhood, you know, you got to be careful what colors you wear, so. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just uh, plugging away on that uh, that Persona 4. Uh, oh, I also, yeah. I had a buddy come over the weekend um, and stay with me, and so we played like Counter Spy and Transistor and a bunch of other uh, cool games, but uh, Counter Spy is really cool. I, I'm liking that game. The art style looks cool, but I, I haven't touched it. It's kind of a fun uh, game to just pick up and play for like five or ten minutes. So basically, it would be a better Vita game, right? Yeah, yeah. I'll probably do more playing of that on the Vita. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Just a good one for the Vita. Yeah. Easy. It's good times. All right. News, you guys. News. Lots of news. There's a lot of news going on. So much news. Can we we lead with a non-video game one though really quick? I think we have to. I'm pretty Star excited. Wars. We're recording this on the Thursday that Star Wars, the new Star Wars teaser trailer came out, and my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was really good. It was really good. I had a geek-gasm. I hope I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Our sponsors. Our sponsors, David. Think of the oh, sponsors. Oh, yeah. Our sponsors won't like that too much. But <laughs> no, but, but seriously, that shot at the end with Chewbacca and Han Solo, like, yeah. I, I literally, tears welled up. I'm not, I'm I was, not even ashamed of I was today. like, yeah, I wasn't choked up. I was just ear to ear, like, grinning through the whole thing. <sighs> so great. Now, and if Justin, anyone from ILM listens to this podcast, kudos. It looks great <laughs> so far. So. so, Justin, what do you fall on, on Star Wars? Like, are you a huge fan of it? Like, Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Because yeah, I'm, I'm like the out man here. Like, I, I enjoy Star Wars. I don't love it. So it's interesting for well, me. To, like, I watch the trailer. It looks like a cool movie. Yeah. And I'm watching all of my friends, like, lose it. Like, today. <laughs> right. It's fantastic. <laughs> I maybe fall somewhere in between you and, like, someone like David, who is a super, yeah. super duper fan. I wore my uh, Star Wars I'm, shirt today. Yeah, he is. The, I don't wear the Star Wars shirts and all that, but uh, but I do. It's, like, probably one of my most, you know, my favorite, you know, trilogies of all time. And rightly so. Because okay. we are talking about just the trilogy. There's six of those things, you know. <laughs> no, there isn't. No, there's not six. We're, we're prequel deniers at my house. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm man. right there with you. I don't let the children watch them. No, <laughs> not, not under my roof. Oh, man. <laughs> but can, they might actually like them. You can watch episodes one through three once you move out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Those yes. are some harsh rules, man. So, I don't know you if know, you the kids heard. love Jar Jar. Oh, oh yeah. God. See, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> All right, so I don't know if you guys heard this one, but 2K Australia, they closed, or they're closing. Oh, those are the, um, 
What did they make? They made Bioshock 2, right? Well, yeah, they were uh, formerly part of Irrational Games, uh, and they're best known for their work on Bioshock and like Borderlands pre-sequel. Um, and they're kind of odd fact, but they're uh, the last AAA game studio in Australia. Oh, what? I didn't know that. And they're closing. That's very sad. There are none. There are none left. None more. That's none crazy. More. Yeah, I know. It's kind of sad. All we have is well. I mean, maybe there's some good indies down there who will fill the gap. I but, hope so, yeah, man. It's, you're bringing up this your game it's, it's a tough time to be a game developer who lives in Australia. Right now. <laughs> I guess so. You know, I know they have a hard time with the rating system over there. Like all of their games yeah. end up getting severely um, um, censored because yeah. I don't. I don't know what is doing it. I, I guess their politics are like really conservative or something. But um, it sounds like they have a really hard time. Like there's um what was it left for dead two didn't even come to Australia for like several years. Well, I don't know. I, I just know no, yeah, that happens like, uh, like hotline Miami too, um, was what? like banned there. You can't play that. What? Game. Yeah. That's just crazy. I remember seeing, uh, the developer on Twitter was like, okay, if you're in Australia and you want to play hotline Miami too, just go ahead and pirate it because it's never wow. going to release there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's rough. But, uh, okay. Also, this is cool. This is cool. So as soon as you platinum, uh, Dragon Age, Mike. Mm-hmm. This week, The Witcher Three will be right around the corner. I know, I'm excited. <laughs> Just <laughs> the in time. Yeah, The Witcher Three <laughs> has gone gold. The reports are saying. Oh, so wow! That's super cool. We know it's not going to be delayed any further. That's it's good near, news. Yeah, nearly in our grasp. Yeah, that looks so, really good. Yeah, I I've actually, I've never played a Witcher play. game before, so I'm excited. Yeah, I played. I've actually played the other two, but not in their entirety. I like. I've played uh like five minutes of the first one and i just did not like it's it was like totally different it wasn't a third person adventure or anything like that it was it was like a point and click kind of game hmm. and it was just really weird and i didn't like it very much um and then so witcher weird. 2 witcher 2 was better um but like about halfway through i started finding myself like not really knowing what i was doing anymore like i kind <laughs> of like lost hmm. I got lost, sort of. Not, well, not like I, I, I had a quest, you know, log and everything, but yeah, um, I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't remember why I was doing anything. Yeah, it's so. kind of my worry uh, with The Witcher Three, and I'm sure they're addressing this, but it is, I guess, like a direct sequel, or it's the same character. Mm-hmm. It's not like Dragon Age, where it's like, oh, here's a new character in the same universe. Yeah. So, um, I don't know how they're gonna like, catch me up as far as like having never played a Witcher game before, but. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see what they do. The game looks really good. Yeah, I've been hearing though that like this is they know that this is going to be a lot of people's first entry to the series, and so they've made steps to make it accessible. Yeah, I, I actually read that they, um, uh, that this is definitely the most accessible of the three. So as far mm-hmm. as new people, so like they, they not only have they been trying to do it, but I read like a sort of like first ten hours review where they're like it is you know better for newbies yeah so. that's cool because i'll yeah i'll definitely be coming in blind i'll maybe i'll watch a youtube video on some backstory and then i'll go for it <laughs> but uh, and then capybara games they released some details on the ps4 version of super time force yeah, yes, it's about did. time that game comes to the ps4 Jeez. yeah so um we already knew about shuhei being in the game who and he is hilarious he's like he attacks with tweets about <laughs> ps4 <laughs> it's pretty great and uh but yeah now they've revealed the scarf dude from journey and uh galahad oh. from the order 
uh, as playable characters. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Mike and I were talking about this earlier. It's kind of cool to see Nintendo kind of almost taking a page out of, or excuse me, Sony taking a page out of Nintendo's book, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, where um, they're using their characters and cameos a lot. Like um, you have, uh, who's it, Kratos in Shovel Knight on PlayStation. So it's just kind of cool. Like they're, they're embracing this, they're, these repeat appearances of their characters for to keep that familiarity up, you know, because it's so easy to forget about a character like, you know, Crash Bandicoot <laughs> of yesteryear, you know, yeah. how can uh, you forget Crash Bandicoot though with those ads, those you know, ads. outside of <laughs> Nintendo of America with his bullhorn? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's like there haven't been any decent crash games in years and years. So it's, uh, you know, it's just gone by the wayside. Yeah, but, that's true. You know, yeah. So. Shuhei Yoshida replied to my tweet today. made my day. Whoa! What did you say? Wait, what was the tweet? You got it. I I reposted the trailer. Oh, for Super Time Force, and just said how much I loved it because I really do that. That trailer is hilarious. I I really enjoy it. Uh huh. And what did he say? Uh, He sent me like a cheering smiley face because that's what he does. Was it in Japanese though? Yeah, it was. Oh man, how could you understand it? (laughs) How could you understand Japanese Japanese smiley face? Oh, that's right. Mike speaks Japanese. There's a whole whole chapter on emoticons. Yeah. Yeah, Mike speaks Japanese. You didn't know that? No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he does. Say he does, hi. Right? I don't believe you. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's evening, so it's going to be konbanwa. Oh, oh my look goodness! At, look, look at, and I'm sure okay. anyone who who actually speaks Japanese listen that was like that guy's pronunciation is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just awful. <laughs> All right. So as we heard from Justin, uh, Mortal Kombat X came out. Yes. Yes, and uh, it's getting some really good reviews. IGN's Vince Ingenito called it the best Mortal Kombat game in the series with a ton of depth to the gameplay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. In the yeah. whole series. Yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Probably, I mean, the, the one before this one, uh, one, Mortal Kombat 9, I think was probably more of a more of a, a you know the bigger leap you know it was like more like of a reinvention that's kind of where yeah. was the biggest jump it took but this is kind of like just uh you know smaller evolution of that but but i mean the, everything they did to it was great like all the different uh, they have three different uh styles you can pick from before you pick your character you know before mm-hmm. you enter the stage so there's like it's almost like they tripled you know the number of characters it's kind of crazy oh. wow there's a lot of depth like a lot of stuff to dig into yeah, that's really cool because, cool. you know, Mortal Kombat in the old days, you know, when I was playing it on Genesis and stuff, it was like, it was the button mashers fighting game, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you just hop in there, you hit the buttons real fast, and then a bunch of blood flies everywhere, and it was like a good time. <laughs> Did but, it have combos? Uh, combo. Yeah. I know they had combo breakers. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I remember we played a lot of Killer Instinct, but then there was yes. another game that had like combos that would just go on forever too. Was it? No, that was, was a Mortal Kombat. No, no it wasn't okay. Mortal Kombat for that. It, it no, shows you how much moves. I played Mortal Kombat in my life. <laughs> yeah, it was more just moves. Like you could string together. Or, like sometimes it would be a move that with a ton of hits in it, but not necessarily like executing combos and stuff. So oh, okay. So and I know uh, good old Ingenito. He's he's a really he's really into fighting games and mechanics and stuff. So that kind of it bodes well for that game as far as you know that endorsement from him i think that's good yeah i haven't been a mortal kombat fan in a really long time but i'd like to try it out yeah that's cool and it's really gross oh yeah <laughs> yeah, gross. yeah all the videos really, really man, that's, that is I actually disturbing i saw a bug where uh scorpion had his his voice box ripped out but he just kept groaning even though he had no voice box so. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then the character proceeds to like 
break his mouth. So he has no mouth and no throat, and he's still going, oh. (laughs) (laughs) It was very strange. (laughs) And uh, you guys heard, I'm sure, but GTA 5 finally hit PC. Yeah. It's a big deal. Justin's really excited about that one. I'm super excited about that one. Been waiting for a while. Yeah. And I mean, we all knew it was in development, but they didn't talk about it till, you know, way down the line. Um, but yeah, I, I've seen some video and some screenshots of like that game running at 4K, 60 frames a second, <laughs> crazy stuff. So David, if you could just go out and pick up that $1,000 NVIDIA X graphics card I, and, well, and report back. Well, I don't need to do that because Justin kind of already did something similar to that. So oh, really? <laughs> He's got the I, GTX I got, 980. Which yeah, is I got not, the 980. It's not the X, but it's pretty right. darn no, no, close. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> just drop drop a grand real quick. Yeah, I'll just go do that real fast. And, you know, tax season just happened, and I had to pay a bunch of money, so this is the perfect time to do that. Oh, I see. Yeah, I always forget for pe- freelancers and stuff. Tax season is a is a time of weeping and gnashing oh, of teeth. Oh yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like, because for me, it's like tax time. I get a couple grand back, you know, because because they're just you know they're just just taking all of my money all year long and, yeah. and not and then, paying you any interest on it. And either. Not paying me any interest. Yeah. So those dirty crooks, <laughs> Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama, for taxes. Um. (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean to get political but it's all obama's fault that we have taxes (laughs) (laughs) he instituted the income tax right guys that's right curse his name (laughs) (laughs) we're very well informed uh, political podcast um the vita you guys the vita hit 10 million units i knew it could do it i knew it (laughs) And we talked about it. I think we were guessing it was right around 10, right? A couple of episodes yeah, back. Yeah, I think I might have guessed a little higher, but oh, okay. um, it may have just and, been a hope and a prayer. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's not, that's VG charts, so it's not like scientific fact, but right. these are these are pretty good estimates uh, typically. So, uh, but yeah, 10 million, that's, that's good. It's a good incentive for developers who may have been on the fence, you know, hearing these milestones. Sure. You know, like, oh, 10 million Vitas out there. Maybe we should port our game there. And so that's that's good for us all. Yeah. I like it. And then, did you guys hear about uh, the Child of Light director? Yes. No. Hopped on, he hopped on the tweets, on the Twitter, uh-huh. and he was basically kind of going off about, um, they're just with excitement, about new projects in the works at Ubisoft that are going to take place in the Child of Light universe. Oh, that's yes. interesting. Super exciting. Yeah. yeah, so that seems pretty sweet. It's really ambiguous, so I don't know what that means. I don't know if he's talking about another game, or if they're talking about some other property like maybe doing like a, a movie or something like that hmm. i'm guessing it's oh, a game yeah. but it, the way he kind of worded it, it like, could be anything but that universe is fantastic anything they make i want to check it out yeah i love that i just want to see more of that art style more oh, yeah. of that that style of writing and stuff so yeah I'm, I'm down for that and then we buried the lead here's our our top story though all right david Mm-hmm. What he he has four beta keys for Heroes of the Storm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I just got <laughs> sent them today, actually. That's awesome. So, being that uh, David, you are the only one of of the three of us, anyway, that have a decent PC. Justin, you've got a PC. I don't know yes. if you are if you're already up on the Heroes of the Storm. I don't know. No, I'm completely uh, out. He- yeah, I don't. I don't know. Are you interested in that game at all, Justin? You know, I just don't know much about it. I might be. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you check it out. What we're going to do is um, David had a great idea of giving away some codes on the show. So basically, it's Monday morning. uh, People are listening to the show. 
They got a, a sweet gaming PC glowing in the corner of their office, <laughs> and they hear this part, and they're like, oh my gosh, how can I get a hold of one of these codes? All you have to do is just DM us and say, hey, I, I like Heroes of the Storm, I want it, and then <laughs> and we'll give it to you. <laughs> and make sure you, put, make sure you word it exactly like that. Just hey, like I that. like Heroes of the Storm, I, I want it. Yes. <laughs> and, and we'll, I want it. <laughs> hashtag I want it. Hashtag so, I want it. So if you do that, if you're one of the first few, uh, you will get I a code. I think I have four. Yes. So. Yes. But you may be giving one to Justin, so we'll say few. Because that's three well, or no, four. No, I, I know nah. someone else that has them. <laughs> no. so. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So, so yeah. These the four first, up for Super Best Friends. Awesome. The first four. First four DMs we get asking for a Heroes of the Storm beta code, you will get it. So there that's you go. awesome. It's awesome. really fun. It's free to play. Uh, if you're on the fence about MOBAs, you think they're kind of interesting, but you don't want to like learn a whole bunch of stuff, then I think Heroes of the Storm is the one for you. So. Uh, learning a whole bunch of stuff is the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> like I'm done with school. I don't want to learn anything else, okay? <laughs> so. <laughs> so there you go. And that's what they say. Never keep learning. Yeah, just stop learning as soon as you're done with school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready for some Twitter questions? Yeah. Are we going to jump into them? Let's jump into them headlong. Okay, we're going to jump right into those Twitter questions. I'm ready. All right. Our buddy Chris over at levelsave.com, he he came up with a pretty sweet topic of discussion. Um, With the current state of the console wars now, what direction do you see the companies taking in the coming years, and who is set to win? I'm curious to see if Xbox heads towards the all, all the always online future they already originally wanted. Hmm. I can't read tonight. Easy for yeah, you way to, to go. Yeah, easy for me to say. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I'll just dub in the right words later. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but what do you guys think? Um, do you think uh, the Xbox One will end up kind of creeping back toward that always online uh, vision? Well, I kind of feel like that is the future of games anyway. Um, if, so being a PC gamer from time to time, having Steam and having my my whole library like available to me without you know any uh, codes or any uh, discs or anything, um, I mean that's definitely the future. Uh, huge hard drive to store it all on. All I have to do is log into my account and I can download it again. You know, like mm-hmm. that that is definitely the future. Yeah, I just went. Uh, I decided to go all digital with my PS4. Oh, wow. Even. I'm not yeah. buying any discs for that, so I wow, kind of want that direction. Yeah, well, do you have... Put, put, oh, easy for me to say. How big is your hard drive on your PS4? Okay, guys, no more drinking before cast. I don't think you can... <laughs> Uh, I don't think you can get bigger than 500 gigs, can you? Yeah, it's true, but you can upgrade it. Oh, yeah, that's you true. Yeah, yourself. you can. Yeah, I, I haven't done that, but... um. Okay. But so far, I mean, I'm, I think I'm not even halfway full, and I have, like, wow. a ton of stuff on there, so... Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. Well. It's, I definitely want everything digital as well. I still tend to buy some things on disc just because, like, sometimes I'll see it 50% off on Amazon. I'm like, all right, well, it's a pretty sweet yeah. sale. Like, I'll, I'll yeah. buy it on disc this time. But, yeah, for the most part, I want all my stuff digital. Um, I remember Adam and I had this conversation back before these consoles came out about their different methods. And part of me really was hoping that Microsoft would keep their vision, even though people were kind of complaining against it, mm-hmm. um, just to see, like, what would that world have been like if they had just gone for the always online, all digital? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in another year or two, everyone would be like, oh, yeah, that's what we want anyway. And maybe yeah. they were just a little ahead of the curve. Yeah, they were just, they were like two years too early, I think. Yeah, I think it sounds, it sounded worse than it actually was. It's actually kind of awesome if you think about it, but yeah, it just didn't, I don't know, it didn't translate well. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's I, a bummer because it, it's, it's pretty cool on Steam. So. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I, I bought a few games digitally and, you know, you definitely have to have an internet connection for the license. You know, you have to be logged in. So even, even on PS4, we're still kind of there in a way yeah. for the yeah, for digital true. purchases. So it's just, it was all the messaging, really. It was, you know, during that initial Xbox One re- reveal when they were talking about how it was all going to work and, and everything. And, and they were, you know, kind of, it was this very forward thinking mentality, but everyone was like, no, I hate it. You know, it's the worst thing ever. Don't How do will it. I ever borrow games from my friends or rent them at Blockbuster? Oh, wait. <laughs> Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, I mean, there's still something to that being able to hand a game to somebody. Like, I, when I get a, a, a physical copy of a game, I'm, I'm excited on two fronts. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get to play it and then I'll hand it off to Mike and he, and, you know, he'll get to play it too. So yeah. I, I like that part of it. Um, but at the same time, sometimes the, the deals digitally are just so much better that, you know, it just have to go that way. But, you know, on the other hand, like Mike's saying, you know, sometimes on Amazon, it's like $20 cheaper than it is on the PlayStation 4 store. So, yeah. Know. Yeah. I pretty much only buy games at like $40 or cheaper at this point. Like, I'm sure when Witcher 3 comes out, I'll buy it brand new because that, that's one I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it's a game that I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. I'll wait for it to go to $40. And usually, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, a, uh, the maximum is, like, a month later, you know, you find the game cheaper. Yeah, so. like, we like we found the Order 1886 for 30 bucks. Hey, your, was, your wife's not uh, supposed to tell you how much gifts it are. Was, <laughs> <laughs> it was on a crazy sale, you know, at Best Buy. It was, like, a four-hour sale. So, um, she she called me up, like, do you want this game? I was like, sure, 30 mm-hmm. bucks. That's, that's an amazing deal. It was, I mean, the, the game didn't come out all that long ago. It was only, like, six weeks back, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I, I typically will only buy... I mean, like, when Uncharted 4 comes out, of course, I'm going to drop yep. 60 bucks. I'm going to play it right no away. No brainer. I might drop, um, like, 80 bucks, get a, get a special edition or something. Yeah, Batman uh, Arkham uh, Knight, when that comes mm-hmm. out, yeah, forget about it. It's 60 bucks. But, yeah. you know, forget for, about it. For most <laughs> other things, forget about it over here. Come on. Come on. It's Batman over here. Come on. <laughs> now you're talking our language. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Right, and so. I think the second half of that question of ours, who's going to win? Like, maybe we can address that, Adam, during your topic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually, my topic tonight kind of delves into that, um, yeah, uh, quite a bit. So, um, all right, next question comes from our pal, Remy. Throughout the years of gaming, what game has impacted you on a personal level? That is such a hard question to answer. Um partially. Partially, par- what am I from Boston now? <laughs> Partially, it was uh, <laughs> the super best friends accent challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, um, it's like I always mention Ico because mm. you know it it just impacted me emotionally when I played it, and it's just stuck with me. Um, I mean, that kind of goes along with with this question too. Like, you know, it's it's a game even though the story has nothing impactful about it, really, it's like the same old, a girl trapped in a dungeon by her evil mother or, you know, like Mm -hmm. those are all tropes that we've heard something at least similar to that before. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, I, I guess my answer would be Ico again. Um, just because how, how much it's, it's affected me. Like I've only played it maybe once or twice, you know, like maybe twice probably. Um, but, I don't know. There's just something about it that has stuck with me. I guess a close second though would be uh, Journey. Mm, yeah, because that was just another one I played through in one, in all, basically one sitting for that one, and 
just was like along for this magical ride. And again, it doesn't say there's no story or anything like really. I mean, there is, but you know what I mean. It's it's it shouldn't be life impacting, but it, it was for some reason. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Whew, that's like David said, a tough question. Um, I mean, I don't know. Just most recently, I would just have to say The Last of Us being mm. such an emotional game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's like uh, maybe not uh, answering the question, though. I don't know if he means more of like a personal, how personal are we talking about here? Yeah, like, <laughs> <I know. laughs> like playing a game about cancer if you have cancer. Like that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's one that's example, personal. but I've never had anything like yeah. that in a game. So I mean, yeah. something, like, something like The Last of Us, I mean, if it's affecting you emotionally, that's pretty, uh, you know... That's pretty personal, I would say, mm-hmm. and that game definitely did that. So, um, yeah. I know we t- probably, you guys probably talk, yeah, you guys do talk about that a lot from what I've heard on this podcast. So <laughs> yes, yeah. maybe maybe we don't need to talk more about the last. Call it <laughs> Super The Last of Us best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are stealing all my answers here, so this oh, is no good. Oops, because I was, you know, I was going to say Last of Us because uh, I was like a new dad right when that game came out, and everyone oh. has played it. You guys know how that game opens up; it wrecked oh, yeah. me. Yeah. So that was definitely one of them. Journey also, like, yeah, it's a great pick. Um, it's really yeah. weird because there's no dialogue in that game, but it still is very, like, emotionally gripping. Yeah. So those were my two picks, and you guys ruined it all. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah, should try I, to pick all the rest of them so Adam doesn't have a unique one either. <laughs> no, I was going to I was gonna talk about Journey as well. Oh. Um, just because, like, Mike and I were I, talking about I, it I earlier today. I put money down that Adam was going to say Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> It's what that was taught a pretty me emotionally affecting game, you know. Yeah, that's the game that changed the course of my life. Is money journey. really all you need? That, that we'll only know by playing Parappa. So. <laughs> <laughs> I I played Parappa, you know, in high school, and then that's what I, I really learned then that you gotta believe. You gotta believe, <laughs> and you gotta check and turn uh, your signal to the right. It's <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> No, I was going to say Journey, and Mike and I talked about it earlier today, actually. We were talking about Journey and just how, like, even even the mechanics of, of just kind of you're going through Journey, and, and it's very much this analog for life and everything. And then and then these all these strangers come in and out of your life, and, and it's, like, can represent friendship and, hmm. like, bonds and stuff. And, like, there's all these weird things that you can get from that game that aren't really spelled out, but just kind of can hit you on an emotional, personal level, you know, that... Um, that's why part of why I love that game so much. I can't wait till it comes to PS4. I'll yeah, they just again. announced that too. The yeah. one thing about Journey that gets ruined is you go through. The, I, I had uh, a couple of playthroughs of that game where like, I met somebody like in the second starting area. Yeah, and we're like, and we're I kindred that person, spirits. <laughs> yeah, the whole game through. Yeah, and then yeah, you get same. in, it rolls the credits, and, and it's like, oh, okay, you you just journeyed with like bong ripper 69 it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah. <laughs> fart butt 2000 <laughs> hey that, that was my old name <laughs> fart butt 2000 that was me <laughs> oh it was you i played yeah. the game with you i didn't All, even know yeah it was a crazy experience man <laughs> <laughs> all right and we uh we also have a question from the one the only just illa just illa all right <laughs> So people say he's the illest. The just the illest. He's just the illest. Just illa. <laughs> Parappa the Rapper changed his life. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's been playing an outlandish amount of MLB The Show lately, which prompts his question, best sports game ever. And we almost never talk about sports games. I even was a jerk one podcast and said sports games are a waste of everyone's time. Who would ever play them? But, <laughs> <laughs> but Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, does that count? 
Yeah, sure. I love that game so much. Is even boxing though, a sport? Yeah, yes. e- even though it's more a series of boss battles in a sports setting than it is like an actual representation of the sport. Um, <laughs> it's like Shadow of the Colossus for the 8-bit era. You know? That's right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but um, if I had to pick a little more sporty sport games, I would say probably Arch Rivals. Do you remember that game? I have no memory of that. Mm, okay. That name sounds really familiar. But yeah, it Arch, does sound familiar. Arch Rivals is an arcade game, and then it got ported to consoles. I think it was on Genesis and, and SNES um, in that era. But basically, it was a it was a basketball game, two-on-two basketball game, kind of like NBA Jam, except for you punched each other to steal the ball. <laughs> yeah, you hit the button, you punch the <laughs> okay, other dude to steal the ball. I do remember yeah, so, that. Yeah, Arch Rivals. Yeah, yeah, I loved that game, and then also Road Rash, which was like a street racing motorcycle game. Oh. But you also you picked up like clubs and chains and like it was like a dirty street <laughs> racing. You like knock the other people off their motorcycles. Oh, that's and, right, racing games count. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I like a little violence in my sports. Yeah. <laughs> okay, then I'm gonna just pick Super Mario Kart. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> that's a sport. Um, okay, so I actually have three. Believe it or not, this wow. is a guy who doesn't even like sports, and I have three like favorite memories of playing sports games um one of them <clears throat> and the first nba jam on super nintendo oh yeah yeah there's nothing better than popping on some big head mode and uh and playing as bill clinton that was just, <laughs> oh, yeah. just yeah. the stupidest <laughs> option ever and so of course i did it, <laughs> it was, that's pretty awesome it was so much fun um so there's one another one i had a lot of fun playing ken griffey jr uh baseball on super nintendo oh cool. um and I don't. I just remember loving that game. And then the third one, um, oh my gosh, I forgot it completely. Uh, I may have you guys may have to come back to me because there's a third one. <laughs> okay. I just can't remember right now. Hang on, go, go ahead, Justin. someone else. Bail them out. Uh, yeah, someone else go. Okay, All right, I can go. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, do you guys remember the, uh, was it, I think it was under the uh, EA Big titles that they used to have back uh, more around the PS2 era? Like, there was an NBA version. Uh, I don't know, remember hockey. those. Oh, no. wait, yes, I do. Uh, I cannot remember for the life of me the name of them. But uh, I used to be really into the basketball ones. Because oh, I, yeah. I, I was never in sports games either. But if they added, it was like real over-the-top kind of arcade style. You know, oh, okay. you do like crazy slam dunks and, you know, slam dunking from like the three-point line. You know. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah. Double backflips, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was kind of like the modern day NBA jams, I guess. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so that was really good. And then there was one. Uh, I, this is another one I cannot remember. I used to play this baseball game on my Super Nintendo back in the day. That it was kind of the same thing. It was like a probably. It was like ahead of its time. It was like the EA Big, but like baseball. You had all these superpowers, and <laughs> you know, like you get like a power up, and you know, you could like you know, hit a ball that would like knock out all the guys, you know, in the outfield. And then, you know, oh, you that remember kind that? Of crazy stuff. It was like, it was like really fun. I don't know. I was never even sports games back then, but I remember that one stuck out to me. So if anybody knows the name of that, do you remember that one baseball game that was like uh, robots? Yeah, no, that was an NES game. Yeah, I what that was, was like, called, though. Like, the pitcher would shoot the ball out of a little cannon on his arm. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty sweet. I can't remember. It was probably Robo Baseball or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds appropriate. Um, I, I remembered my third game, guys, if I can right. hop back in. Was it Lee um, Carvello's Putting Challenge? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, it was Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey, ah. which it was a, it was like the only hockey game on the N64. Oh, yeah. I remember and that uh, you could play with four people. And uh, so my cousin owned it, and he's a huge hockey fan. And every Christmas, he would bring his N64, and we would have all of our controllers. And so all my cousins, we would just play 
this game and and like i didn't even care if i won i just wanted to check or like <laughs> knock people down as much as i could like run into them punch them over and so uh, you yeah you like a little violence in your sports too i do it, it just makes it more fun <laughs> nfl blitz is like a little side one too that that game was just ridiculously fun yeah that was uh, yeah. that was my two picks i i'm also not really into the sports games especially not like the simulation ones like madden but some of the arcadey ones I actually enjoy, like NBA Jam back in the day, and, and I played a lot of NFL Blitz with my brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of stealing all of Mike's picks right before yeah, he no, does. man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you're going to ask me, just ask David first, and you're good to go. <laughs> all right. Our buddy Ruben writes in. He says, what is the weirdest boss battle you've ever had? Uh, this is easy. Basically, <laughs> any boss from Metal Gear. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, the guy with the guy who controls bees? Yeah, well, maybe maybe the guy who punches bullets at you. <laughs> oh yeah, with his lightning hands. He punches the bullets and they fly at you. Yeah, that's oh, a good it's, one. It's way more efficient than just trying to shoot you. <laughs> it's so much easier to aim with when you're just punching bullets in the air. <laughs> There's no chance you'll hit yourself with any of these bullets. No, of course not. <laughs> Oh, man. I also I, feel like you could pick almost any boss from Persona, like any of the Personas, because <laughs> yeah. they're just bizarre. I think my weirdest boss battle, well, one of them I was thinking about, which was just a weird boss battle from the standpoint of that it was like this very anticlimactic thing intentionally. Um, you're playing Earthworm Jim, the water level, the underwater level, and you get all the way to the end. You're running really low on time and you make it to the fish boss and he's inside the bowl and you just like whip the bowl with your wormy head and he falls over and dies. And oh, that's yes! it. <laughs> that, that was such a weird thing at the time. It was like just playing with the convention of a boss fight. I thought that was awesome. Um, but the weirdest thing I've ever seen probably uh, boss fight wise was in Star Fox on the Super Nintendo. I don't know if you guys remember this one. There was a secret level that was like this weird, like other dimension. And at the end of that level, there was a floating space slot machine that you what? had to fight in your ship. And like, yeah, you had to, to start the fight. You had to shoot the slot machine handle. And then like it starts spitting out coins and weird stuff is happening. And you have to keep spinning until you get 777. Seven. That's how you can beat him. I don't remember this at all. It's, it's no, a remember, really bizarre yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, That's got to be the weirdest thing. Like I understand people like gambling, but that's the weirdest thing I've ever played in a Star Fox or any <laughs> other game. Like that's really bizarre. Um, I don't remember. I actually was just looking this up. Uh, I, I have a really bad memory when it comes to games. Um, and some of the ones that I would have picked were like Mike just said them, the Metal Gear Solid ones, and Adam actually reminding me of that weird uh, Earthworm Jim one. But uh, <laughs> So like I tried to delve a little further into my memory, and I, I remember this one bad guy in Super Mario RPG had this really strange way of talking. I guess he was a fungus or something. <laughs> and I just remember him shouting, Funga! <laughs> yes! Yes, I, I remember I don't, Funga! I don't know what he... I don't even remember what the boss battle was, but I just oh, remember man. his dialogue being ridiculous. Yeah, Super Mario RPG had another really weird one. It was like, you're fighting a giant cake. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was really bizarre. I'm pretty sure you also fight like the Power Rangers at some point in that game. What? It's like a like a mock of, of oh. those characters. Oh, I don't. Well, I got. I got to double back just yeah. so I can beat them down. <laughs> yeah, I need to play that game again. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, and then our our good friend, friend of the show, Quijibo, 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 Quijibo. He'll get that Lee Carvel's putting challenge. That was a deep cut. 
<laughs> that was a deep cut. This is a Simpsons reference. You guys right. don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So Quijibo writes back. He says, what game, what video game character would you like to learn more about? Their history, future, etc." Hmm. My answer on this one, just because I feel like, you know, certain characters, I, you know, are fascinating, but we're going to get sequels for them. So I don't mm-hmm. really worry about finding more out about them. But Red from Transistor... Like, there's probably not going to be another Transistor game, you know? So, it's like, she's this very subtle character that has, like, all this cool backstory, all this cool stuff ahead, but, like, not not so much that we will ever know. So, I'm curious about that character. That was a really cool character. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good answer. Hmm. I'm really confident in my answer that, or that, uh, that David has not stolen it. (laughs) Oh. Go for it. You go first. I, I can't, I can't. I can't, I'm still deciding. So, <laughs> right. so uh, a very old PlayStation game uh, called Vagrant Story. When you beat the game, and sorry if this is spoilers, the game is like 15 years old. <laughs> here's a, here's your here's your 20 second spoiler alert. Um, you play as this character Ashley Riot, and at the end of the game, you're like super powerful, and you've like turned on the organization that you worked for, and he just wanders off. And it's like, it's just kind of like imply that he's off to like his next adventure, his next mission. And here we are 15 years later and there's never been another figuring. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, a good, that's one. a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. Um, okay. I've thought of one and this one's kind of silly cause it's a Nintendo game. Um, but I, I, you know, first of all, there hasn't been a star Fox game in a long time and I don't count the RPG one that was on GameCube cause that was just not fun at all. But uh, <laughs> I just, I feel like that we don't know a whole lot about Star Fox's history, Fox McCloud. Mm, mm, and Fox. I don't know, he's he's just a cool, I don't know, I always, I always thought he was cool. And, you know, this is, this is sort of 12-year-old David talking, but <laughs> I, you know, I would, you know, I'd love to know more about this fuzzy little fox guy that's really good at piloting. And, like, what's, why are, why are all the animals sentient is there like a scientific reason for that (laughs) well i think in the uh i think in the ds version uh i don't remember the name of that game uh but they they had like all these endings and they had all these like backstories and all these things happening but i don't know if they they were so weird and like off kilter that i don't know if they were considered like even canon it's kind of weird i would love it I would love it so much if Star Fox's backstory was just like super dark and tragic. <laughs> <laughs> he saw Grandpa McCloud killed right before his very eyes. His mother but, was murdered by the same people. Andros just mercilessly butchered his family. <laughs> right. What about? Uh, did anyone not answer? Justin. Justin. Me. <laughs> how about? Uh, how about Bowser? Oh, oh yeah. I want to know more about him. He's yeah, always, what, is uh, his deal? what is his deal? It's been going on for years now, and he's just you know. Yeah. Why does he keep stealing Princess Peach? Uh, yeah. He's got all the kids. No, but in all but in all seriousness, it actually would be. I, th- I this is I'm a lot of people will probably disagree with me, but I would like to see a little bit more. I don't know, like story in their Mario games. Yeah. No, I totally get a little agree bit with of that. that. Like not anything crazy, but you know, just get a little bit more texture to everything yeah (laughs) they kind of tried they kind of tried to do that with uh super mario sunshine and it was just weird like all these cutscenes. yeah that was bizarre maybe (laughs) maybe they feel like they don't need to because this was all addressed in the movie 
<laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, just yeah. go ask uh oh, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> we need what we need is a, a uh, Telltale Games does um Mario. And so it's like Mario and Peach are having like all this relationship strife and it's like you jump and you you crush her mushroom and then she's it's just like Peach will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like choose like a really tough decision whether you save this this toad or you kill it you know <laughs> yeah, yeah you you leave a you leave a turtle bouncing between two green pipes for eternity and peach is just like shaking her head she's like disappears this. that's so cruel mario <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> yeah be into that yeah that'd be that'd be amazing all right for you the listeners of the super best friends video game sleepover podcast audible is offering a free audiobook download with 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service we recommend the audiobook of the ultimate history of video games by stephen kent you can also download an audiobook of your choosing free of charge by trying audible.com to download your free audiobook today go to audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs again that's audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs for your free audiobook All right, you guys ready for topics? Let's do it. Yes, are we're we? Gonna, wait, only if we jump into them. Let's jump into some meat oh. and potatoes. <laughs> oh yes, we're jumping in. <laughs> That's great. Like uh, Scrooge McDuck. Like we made that joke. Let's just keep recycling jokes. Um, I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Scrooge McDuck in piles of gold. That would be painful. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my topic this week uh, is. How many quality exclusives does it take to swing you over to a, quote, rival console? So that's basically, you know, it's really more than ever before. It's so vital um, the, the first year of a console's life because whoever comes out winning has this huge advantage, right? Because especially between Microsoft and Sony, you have a lot of overlap with the the library of games and they're basically going to run about the same on on both consoles mm-hmm. um and you know with some exceptions but so there's this thing of okay so i bought this console first or that console first and now it's it's on the other console manufacturer to produce enough exclusives that i can't get over here that makes me come over there because why would I buy that one just to buy Assassin's Creed, you know, uh, when I can get it over here already. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's, it's this interesting thing. Like last generation, uh, Microsoft definitely had that advantage. Like basically most people I knew at least bought a 360 first or only a 360. And then eventually maybe they wanted to play, uh, uncharted and, you know, uh, you know, whatever infamous and, and heavy rain so they they ended up getting a ps3 too you know but they still played most of their games they had all their gamers score on their 360 they're invested in that ecosystem mm-hmm. and and this one over here is just the uncharted box so mm-hmm. it, now we're in this weird thing where that's been flipped on its head and the ps4 came out of the gate so strong that now even though it has probably fewer exclusives right now it's the console that most people are buying their third-party games on. Mm-hmm. So now it's on Microsoft to convince people to jump over there too, you know. And and so that's kind of the the motive behind the question. I wanted to see like at what point. I know David, you talked about this last episode where Halo has kind of done that for you, mm-hmm. yep. where you know. So I I was just kind of curious uh, 
as far as all of us, like what, how many does it take before you're like, ah, all right. And you go and you buy the other console. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think for me, the answer is, is just one. Just like, one. yeah, because you know, Halo is going to be that one game that I just really want to play. And there's no chance I'm going to be able to play it anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and I just love Halo so much that I'm probably going to have to get an Xbox one before it comes out. Um, <laughs> so, and you know, what's funny is I did, this is the exact same thing that happened except in reverse, like you said, where I had an Xbox 360 and then got a PS3. Um, I think in that case it was because I really wanted to play Metal Gear Solid four. Oh yeah. Um, and then also, uh, the Uncharted games, I heard those were really good. So, <laughs> so mm-hmm. I picked up, but I only ever played games on my Xbox 360. Unless you couldn't, right? Unless I couldn't, yeah. yeah. And that's probably what will happen with this generation, too. So I don't think the Xbox One will ever replace the PS4 as far as my favorite console, but I will probably end up owning both. So, mm. Anyone else? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as David. Like, It wouldn't take a ton of games. Uh, the larger the library, of course, the better. Um, but it has to have like two or three of those, like you can't miss it games. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe that happens later in the console, um, life. Um, right now there's some really interesting exclusives on the Xbox one. Uh, you know, we kind of bring these up every time, uh, but sunset overdrive or the blind forest, uh, you know, Halo's upcoming. Um, those all look really good and I really want to play them but they're not must-haves for me. They're very, very tempting, but they're not must-haves. Maybe Quantum Break, when I know a little bit more about that, maybe that'll yeah. be like a must-have. Like, I can't miss that game. But that's all it takes for me. There has to be that series or the, that game that comes out. It's like, oh, I can only get it there. I can't miss that one. Yeah. What about you, Justin? Yeah, I'm I'm totally in agreement with y'all. <laughs> um yeah, exactly the same thing. I mean, yeah, it really only takes one, I think. Like, if you just get one that you really want, I mean, the other ones that you kind of want, it might help, you know, push you in that direction. But really, I mean, if there was really only just that one, like for me, it was Uncharted. I bought it, my PS4 before I even, you know, the games even come out. It's going to come out <laughs> next year, but I know yeah. I'm going to get that game. So I'm like, I might as well get the system now and enjoy the games that are out for it now. Meanwhile, because I'm going to do it eventually. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so... Yeah, I find that I, I do this funny thing where all of the big exclusives or the the compelling exclusives that are on the console that I don't have, I'll downplay them in my in my mind a little bit, mm-hmm. like oh, you know, I can, yeah, that, that one's okay. Fanboyism. I can, I yeah, <laughs> you, like you kind of this subtle fanboyism where like yeah, that one's, I'm sure it's all right, it's probably okay, you know. Who needs Halo? But then when <laughs> when the when that one game does come out that makes you buy it, then you're like, oh, I'm so jazzed to play this one and that one that you're like downplaying in your mind before. <laughs> so <laughs> I think uh, yeah, I mean it's it's just that thing for me. I probably need, I, I think I actually have a number. Um, uh, aside from one, I feel like I need five. Like, Whoa! I feel five. like I need five exclusives that I can't get anywhere else that I can go. Okay, because that's like wh- when I got the Wii U, I was like, okay, well, there's at least five games for that thing I want to get that huh. I can't get anywhere else. And so, you know, I I feel like that's kind of the magic number for me. That's the that's the tipping point for me. Yeah, it makes sense, and also because you know Justin and I were two you know relatively single. I mean, Justin's he's got a girlfriend, but he's <laughs> he's not like supporting her necessarily, you know yet. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, we have kind of disposable income, so yeah, it kind exactly. of makes sense that our answers are one. Oh, and yeah, you guys have like a larger, I need like, a little bit more. Yeah. To, yeah. Like, <laughs> listen, listen, no, I think it's totally understandable. 
Listen, I gotta talk. I gotta talk to the CFO over here and, yeah, exactly. and get <laughs> approval. Like, listen, there's all these games, and I can't play any of them. And yeah. I have a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> and it's the next slide, That's like, amazing. see, observe the graphics and the gameplay on yeah. Sunset Overdrive. You know, yeah, <laughs> so. I think I think the PS3 last generation had a really good selling point too with the CFO contingency because. You know, you could tell your wife, well, it doesn't just play video games. It's also a DVD, a Blu-ray player. We've That's been true. needing one of those. You know, yeah. Like, so. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, the, the PS4 and Xbox One don't have the, really the same sell. I guess the Xbox One kind of has selling points in that way. Though. Yeah, it's like, got the whole TV, th- the pass-through stuff. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can talk to your TV and it will ch- show the channel you want to see, you know, or... Whatever. Yeah, we were talking to Kimmy, uh, our buddy who has a um, an Xbox One, and she, she just like now talks to everything, hoping it will respond. <laughs> just because she's so in the in <laughs> in the amazing. habit of talking to the Xbox One, so <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. All right, Michael, your topic, good sir. So, oh, Michael, I I didn't know who that was for a yeah, second. Yeah, <laughs> I've only <laughs> ever called him Mike. <laughs> Adam and I had a moment earlier today. Oh, <laughs> I'll leave okay. it at that. <laughs> Okay. So I'm sure everyone saw this week um, that Guitar Hero Live trailer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, okay, so first let me say, I really never thought I'd see FMV games again in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah. I really thought that was a thing of the 90s and it was just gone forever. Sewer Shark. <laughs> um, yes. I really hope we get a new Marky Marks Make My Music video. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just dreaming. Yeah. Oh, man. So... What's your guys' opinion on like these rhythm games, especially these ones that are like that require all these peripherals, these plastic peripherals you have to buy? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun with these in the past. Are you excited that they're coming back? You know, Rock Band Four is coming this year, and a new guitar is coming this year. Wow! So, are you guys excited for these games? Do you think you know the market is excited for these games? Are they ready to start buying instruments again? And then maybe uh, maybe a couple of your favorites from from this past generation. Uh, well, I can. I'll, I'll go ahead and start this one too. Um, first of all, if you have already purchased Rock Band or Guitar Hero peripherals, you don't need to buy new ones. They already they already pointed that out. Like, yeah, this is an excellent selling point for them. Yeah, yeah. So it is. And that, and I, they think they also included you can keep all of your DLC from the previous. So like, as when long Rock as Band you're staying comes out, uh, in your yes. like so Xbox or or PS. Yeah, you just stay within the same console ecosystem. family. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, that's if you, not the same with uh, Guitar Hero, right? Oh, no, I Guitar know. Hero, because because so. they're going FMV, um, you can't really import these other tracks. It's not going to oh, work. Oh, right. It has to be, they have to, they has to basically record all new content uh, to hmm. go with these songs. And the buttons are completely different, so they have to remap every song. So, yeah, there's no, there's no way that DLC is going to work. Hmm. So, already they're at a bit of a disadvantage because Rock Band 4 is going to come out with basically this 2,000 song catalog yeah. that's available to you. Um, and I don't know how, how many tracks are available uh, with Guitar Hero at the start, but... Not going to be 2,000, that's it for sure. It 2,000. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I'm also a little bit confused about... So I saw that Guitar Hero trailer, and, you know, they're like, wouldn't it be... You're not just seeing what it will feel like. You're seeing the game. And I, I don't know how the heck they're going to pull a whole game off like that. Because, like... You know, video is a lot of work. Yeah. Um, I, I know because I work in video. Um, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> to come up with enough content to 
place on all of these different planes in the world around you. Like, because they're not just showing a straight up video. There's all kinds of like depth tricks going on. They're putting videos on cards and placing them in space, you know, and having mm-hmm. them, you know, dance to the beat and everything. Um, but like, if they loop any of those clips at any point, are like, I feel like audiences nowadays are so savvy that people will start to see that and they'll see like weird loops and unnatural (laughs) things and i watched that video and i didn't really see any of that going on yeah so So, you almost feel like they really handcuffed themselves by having this great presentation right up front it's like well now you have to do this every time yeah so the i i i just they they must have the largest team in the world well it is activision so yeah they're pretty rich yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just wonder about like, you know, when you're playing pretty good and everyone's into it and then you start messing up and everyone starts booing, like, <laughs> what are they going to do? Just like have pyrotechnics go up in front so they can cut to the booing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like, like well, how I, do you I do think, that? I think I actually saw some of that. They they hide it with moving the camera around. There's oh, a little bit okay. of that. There's okay. also, if you guys, there's a few like Let's Plays out there already. I think IGN has one. And really? uh, yeah, like uh, uh, Tim Gettys did one for uh, Kind of Funny. Hmm. where they show them playing it and as he starts to go bad like the camera blurs just a little bit like oh. just enough to like for them to quickly transition to the other footage oh, I um, see. it almost kind of looks like maybe like a little bit of lens flare like you looked into a light or like a little bit of water um hmm. yeah it just, it just blurs just for a second <laughs> to transition that video but it was pretty seamless but the problem is and it's kind of like with a magic so this is it's Video games are kind of like magic tricks you know and they're also a little bit like Disney World but that's a whole other thing um <laughs> It, uh, sorry, I'll explain that at some point, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> or don't. It's fine. Uh, like video games magic- are a little bit like cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain it later. No, they're nothing. They're nothing like cheeseburgers. But anyway, video <laughs> games are like magic tricks. Where if you watch a magic trick over and over and over again, eventually you're probably going to figure out how they do it. Um, and so the problem with like changing the cam, like moving the camera around. Oh, look, it's new footage now. Eventually, you're even if you're not even trying to, your brain is going to start to know that those are the tricks, mm. and I feel like it will lose some of its magic once that yeah. happens. Yeah, um, you eat a cheeseburger again and again and again, and pretty soon <laughs> you figure out how they made the cheeseburger. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so that's. I think this is yeah. the same. This is a really good analogy. <laughs> you guys. Even, <laughs> even and video games are footage. like Disney World in that they present these worlds to you that aren't real, and oh, okay. you, they have to make you believe they're real. Anyway, that's so. That even the live footage part that doesn't really bother me that much i mean it was just digital crowds before there wasn't really any uh integrity you know, to yeah it. integrity it was just like <laughs> here's this generic crowd that's gonna like either jump up and down and clap their hands or you know boo you uh they've just simply replaced that with live people so eh, i don't think it's a really big deal i, I but, feel like they well, handcuff really themselves quick, a bit though. for new content but but let me just say real quick you can transition between two different animations without cutting away you can't really do that with video yeah. That's true. So yeah. that's that's all I want to say. There. Unless okay. you got real tricky, <laughs> I, like put morphing in your engine. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so that aside, how do you guys feel about these these games coming back? Are you guys wanting music games back? I mean, have you missed it? They've been gone for about five years. I love them. I think they're great. Oh, me too. I've I've loved mine in the past. I still yeah. have all my rock band stuff. I guess I could technically just keep playing it i know i, I just i just put all that stuff out in the garage thinking i'm gonna throw this away <laughs> and then i heard about this game so oh maybe i'll bring the drum set back in and the guitars and stuff that's but awesome. yeah i think for me um 
I, I'm kind of excited. I, I don't know, because they really, especially Activision, they started annualizing and then putting out like two or three of these things a year. Yeah, that's you know, during during the, the music game boom. You yeah. know? Well, so, I hope they had learned their lesson. You know? <laughs> I, I really hope they did, because they did take a much-needed sabbatical. And uh, so now they're back. I hope I hope they're good. Like personally, I don't really need a music game because I I got Rocksmith 2014 and I can plug my real guitar into it and oh, that's it's, true. And that's awesome. I love that thing. Yeah. So I don't. For me, it's like yeah, I could I could play with a plastic guitar again, but I feel like I've already gone beyond that in a mm. way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think know. something like Rocksmith is definitely more appealing for me at this point. But I also get that these are party games. So if you're yeah, having people over, true. Rocksmith is not quite the the one to go with. Unless all your friends are musicians. Yeah, then <laughs> you know? be really awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think for me, I'm I'm mostly excited. You know, um, I my favorite rock band ever was Beatles rock band, just because I love the oh, Beatles. Yeah. I have that um, one, yeah. It's just, that it was just the best I got. I got almost every instrument they made for that, except for uh, John Lennon's uh, guitar. No, I didn't, uh, no, I didn't get, um, what's his name? Uh, oh my gosh, I love the Beatles and I can't There's remember. only so George many George Martin's. <laughs> I've... <laughs> I forgot. George I Harrison. Get George Harris. George R. R. Martin's guitar. George R. R. Martin is the Beatles producer. <laughs> anyway, I didn't get his guitar, and I, I still regret not getting it because I don't have a complete set. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I had a lot of fun with the games, as long as they're good, you know? Yeah. Um, I'll just have to have a party and invite everyone over to play it. So, Indeed. But also, yeah. Mike, I think one of the first times we ever hung out... Was yeah, I, playing rock band at your I, house. I want to say so. that was the first time you and I met in person. Was you came yeah. to my house and we all played rock band until like yeah. one in the morning. I remember, like, fun. I remember telling I, I was talking all this talk because I had never played rock band at that point, and I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I, I actually really play drums. So this, how hard could it be? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I go, all right, so I'll hop on the drum set, and I like I know that Queens of the Stone Age song. Let's do it. So we put that on. I put it on expert, and I'm I'm just like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm like I got all this like ego going, and I just like totally boshed it. You know, I was like, all right, why don't we go to easy, and then <laughs> I'll start learning how to play this game first. <laughs> well, actually, you know. It's funny i i felt the same way about how you know i play the drums so this is going to be so easy and it right. wasn't at first but once i got the hang of it it got really hard to play songs on easy because when you play rock band songs on easy on the drums you're not doing anything at all what they're actually doing <laughs> yeah right so yeah. i, I got, think expert gets easier at that point i got real good at being a fake drummer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean I, I i think you guys are right i'm kind of excited especially more on the rock band issue just because i don't have to rebuy equipment i like mm-hmm. the guitar who is doing something different that's really cool as long as they don't oversaturate i think i'll, I'll be happy with them coming back um yeah. i just pull some quick numbers guitar hero from uh 2005 2010 released 19 games oh my gosh <laughs> uh and rock band uh the series and, and these include like some of their mobile games as well okay. so I, i'm giving it some leeway uh but they rock band released 11 games uh, that's, that's insane that's wild yeah that's, yeah. that's a lot crazy. of games that's just too many like in a five to six year period yeah yeah and but the good thing is we know Activision never over releases a franchise. There is no way we start seeing <laughs> so Guitar Hero live every year. <laughs> oh man! All right, David, your topic. Sorry. I I have a topic, and you do that have topic, a topic is. Um. So we all know that movie to video game adaptations are usually the worst games ever. Made. <laughs> um. However, there are exceptions to the rule. And uh, so my question is, 
What is your favorite movie to video game adaptation? And I'm going to start this one because I think there's a very good chance that mine's going to get picked. So I want to make sure I say it first. Uh, mine is Aladdin on the Genesis. Ooh, yeah, that's in my list here. Yeah, that's, that was, a, that's a really great game. That game was, well, first of all, it was incredibly hard. I probably never beat it, but I just played the crap out of it because I felt like I was playing a Disney game. Yeah. Um, and, well, uh, and, I, and they didn't didn't they actually have disney animators work on that yes they the actually Genesis hired version, disney yeah. animators to do all the all the that's animation so cool that's so cool and uh it was beautiful um yeah. but then a close a close second though is another disney game um the lion king um oh, which oh, yeah, they, they did a similar technique they hired the disney animators to do all the the frames of animation Mm-hmm. Um, and they like had clips from the movie. And so the game comes out and you can't watch the movie at home yet, but you can play the game and you can hear some of the music and all the voices and stuff. And I just, yeah. loved, I love those games. So that's awesome. I know the, I know my favorite one from when I was a kid is, is the Sunsoft Batman game on the NES. Oh man. That's oh, a good I game. I love that. Oh yeah. man. You can, you could do the wall jumping and like, it was just a super solid fun game, but then it was also Batman. And that was just like right after I was just old enough to watch the original Michael Keaton Batman in the theater when it came out. And then wow. I was just like, I was on such a Batman high. Like I was just like <laughs> loved Batman so much. And then when that game came out that like it yeah. rocked my world. I'm pretty sure that Batman came out the same year, right? I think so. It was either 89 or 90. It came out really, really close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's gotta be, that's gotta be one of my absolute favorites. Okay. I've got a few, but I want, I want Justin to go first. One more opportunity to steal things off my list. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Well, uh, yeah, I think the first thing that comes to mind is probably, uh, the, the Indiana Jones and part of this is probably is uh, Star Wars too. the trilogies that they released on oh, the Super yeah. Nintendo. Those yeah. were my favorite. I don't know if they hold up anymore. I had, I think I bought them on the virtual console when they released them on the Wii. Oh, okay. Uh, way back when, but, uh, um, like super Those star wars and stuff. yeah yeah and yeah. they would like show like images from the movie i used to think that was so cool that they <laughs> yeah. like, got an image from the movie in there yeah <laughs> yeah the story is completely different though oh like, did they? they they switched up the stories oh yeah well they would have weird boss battles and stuff kind of like if you if yeah if you play super star wars there's like they're like yeah it'll show up like the the main story parts as far as like the pictures go and yeah. then they're like oh yeah this is the part where where luke massacred all the sand people <laughs> yeah wait no that's anakin that did that sorry my love of the prequels is showing about? i don't, I, I don't know what you're about. i'm not sure who anakin is <laughs> prequel denier <laughs> so, all right and but of course um i also wanted to mention the blade runner pc adventure game oh that was so good uh, i never played amazing. this game that game i've never awesome. even heard of it Oh yeah, yeah, I can't even find it, but I owned I owned the crap out of that game. And I, <laughs> I had a good time playing it. And Adam, I guess you played it with me because you yeah, didn't have a PC. Yeah, so. David, you you owned it hard, <laughs> <laughs> so hard. <laughs> so I can say I'm genuinely shocked. I expected everybody right up front to say Goldeneye. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Uh, yeah. I'm shocked. I thought that's where the whole topic was going. I thought it was just so we could <laughs> just, talk about Goldeneye for just gush about Goldeneye for ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeez. Goldeneye, top of my list. Yeah, that's yeah. an amazing. Yeah, game. I don't know what you can choice. say that hasn't been said. Technically, it probably is the best one of all the ones we listed. Yeah, yeah. seriously, it actually but, did uh, try to follow the movie uh, pretty yeah. closely. So. Yeah. Okay. And I have I have a list of honorable mentions here. Oh, I've got, um, I got one more I should mention. Oh yeah, yeah. Go for it. 
Jurassic Park, Lost World, the arcade shooter. Oh, yes. That oh, is yeah. my wife's Wait. favorite game of all That's time. such a good game. Yeah, it is her absolute favorite it. game. Isn't that the one where you're sitting in the yeah, in the Yeah, you sit in a booth thing? and you have yeah. like two guns. You guys co-op shoot things. It's it's fantastic. It's just like it's an on-rails, you know. Yeah, it's an on-rails shooter. shooter. At some point, a dinosaur tries to poop on you. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's really good. Yep, now, is the dinosaur doing that out of spite because it's super intelligent? Um, or it's probably just the triceratops, right? I can't remember which one it is. I, I remember you're shooting at things and you turn and there'll be a dinosaur pooping. And you have to like, I think you have to like you shoot the poops so they don't hit you in the butt. face. Oh yeah, it's like flying toward the screen slowly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> shoot the poops so they don't hit you. <laughs> oh, it's incredible. Gosh. And if it does hit you, a big red X goes across your screen. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a, you know, genre like conventions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, some honorable mentions I have here are uh, Spider-Man 2. Great game. Oh PS2. yeah, that game yeah. was great. Yeah, um, the Lord of the Rings games, the beat 'em ups on PS2, uh, the Two Towers and Return of the King. What? Those were oh, awesome. Yeah, those good were games. good. Yeah. yeah, it was basically you're just running through and you're fighting orcs and there's like you're doing counters and combos and all this I never stuff and that and one. your characters like get XP and you can level up and get different weapons and stuff. It was a really great game. Both of those games were really fun. Huh. Yeah. Um, but of course we know the greatest of all time is T2 Judgment Day the arcade shooter. Oh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot that. I, I played that one on the Genesis actually. <laughs> yes. And I think it's that is the greatest game ever. Whoa. Was that Arnold? Yes, I'm here now. Aren't wait, Arnold oh, man, Schwarzenegger is on our podcast. Yes, I stopped and right. I I heard somebody talking about one of my games and I was I was very <laughs> pleased and I said I I'm going to be on the podcast now. <laughs> okay, and so you just willed it into being and now I you're just here. I just kicked in the door and I say, <laughs> oh. Hey Adam, move out of the way, you puny you puny little human and put my me and my muscles on the show. <laughs> yeah, so, and Adam I, it's probably really easy to push Adam out of the way because he's just so weak. I'm he's so weak and stupid. <laughs> he's so stupid. Don't tell him I said it. Okay, I won't so, I won't. So Wait, did you I, knock him out? Oh no, no. Oh. <laughs> so I think uh, here are the best games. That was the best arcade game of the of all time. Oh, okay. But or you also have you also have Predator on the oh. NES. Oh. Predator I on the NES. How could I forget? And, and there were amazing screenshots of me and my muscles. <laughs> the only problem <laughs> The only problem is when you start playing you have this puny little guy and it didn't look good. That was I didn't like that part, but it was like, you got to be Arnold. That was what made it the best game. <laughs> that is what makes games the best games, is whether or not you can play as Arnold. That's the, right. next, the next best game uh-huh. is older. It's older. It's okay. uh, Running Man on the Commodore 64. <laughs> <laughs> you power Wait, can up, you say the console name again? You power up your Commodore 64. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then there's the running man, and and guess what you do? You run. You have to run. You run, otherwise the other men will kill you. <laughs> and that's why it's called the running man. So I can't th- stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but also my favorite of the console Arnold games, True Lies. It's <laughs> oh, on this on the Super Nintendo. The only problem with this game is that even though it's good and you get to fight against the Crimson Jihad and you get to you get to run around and shoot, you know, the only problem is I told the developers 
early on that I wanted to butt it on the controller. Every time you hit the button, it says, Dana, come on, <laughs> jump, <laughs> jump, that Daniel, will catch you. That was definitely missing in this I, game. I wanted it to be the Dana button. I said, where's the Dana button on this controller? <laughs> Where is the Dana button? You hit the Dana button. Dana, come on. <laughs> Daddy will catch you. Jump to me. Come on. Get out of here. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, Miss, that would have right? made that game the number one game I've yeah. ever played. Number Mr. one. So. I have to say, it's it's surprising to hear that you've, uh, it sounds like you've overcome your uh, your rails against uh, violent video games since when you were governor. <laughs> The governator had to take a different stance on these things. But back in the day, I would play the NES. I played the Commodore 64. I played the Super Nintendo Entertainment System all day long. I mean, what politician doesn't lie, really? I mean, yeah, it's true. It's part of the job. It is. <laughs> <laughs> always forgiven. Hey, Mr. Schwarzenegger, can I just say it is an honor to have you on our podcast? You're welcome. Okay, I will let Adam out of the closet now. <laughs> okay, that <laughs> Thank sounds you good. So Thank much you for, for coming by. by. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> oh, man. Adam, <sighs> did you <sighs> see him? Uh, I saw him in all his glory. Wow. Yeah, did, did, yeah. You, like, did you, like, were you scared? I was a little scared. He was very intense. <laughs> yeah. Is he, he tall? See, he was he's, very intense. He's quite tall, quite muscular. <laughs> <laughs> this was ridiculous. This podcast. No, it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs>
they want to be with you. It's just it comes with the territory. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can I can only assume. I because I don't know. <laughs> All right. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS, or you can follow the blog at sbfvgspodcast.wordpress.com. All right, you guys. Wait, that is- what? I would I would like to plug something. Oh yeah, plug things. Plug this, things. This week I would like to plug French toast. It's oh, almost yes. as good as hotcakes, but you know it's nice to mix things mix things up here and there. Some say so. it's better. Some say it's. Well, better. I've heard I've heard it's I've heard some say it's better, but I still think hotcakes are best. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, and we want to say thank you for Justin uh, to Justin for joining us. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Oh, thank you guys. It was a blast. It was yeah. tons of fun. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to have you back. Definitely, yeah. All right. That is all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 15. Thank you for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more poorly localized dialogue on gaming. (laughs) (laughs) Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, goodbye. See you guys. Bye-bye. Mikey clapping? I I will not clap. I'm with (laughs) Mike on this one. Oh, thank you. We got it's two weird, isn't clappers. It? It's yeah. a Trying audible.com. dot com. Audible.com. dot com. dot com. All right, wait, that's enough. <laughs> I got the beginning of that. that Audible.com.com. <laughs> Audible.com.com. Oh, that's a great URL. Someone's got to get that now. <laughs>